Good evening. Our top story tonight, Justin Herbert holding out. What is going on? Well, this was a quote that the NFL media itself around the NFL amplified this saying that, oh, Justin Herbert said, we'll see about a holding. Not what he said. Justin Herbert not holding out, but we'll get to it here on Player Profiler today. Dave on the show. Always a pleasure when you and everyone else can tune in. Happy to have you and everyone else here. But as for Justin Herbert, is he unhappy to be with the Los Angeles Chargers? Is there friction? Is Justin Herbert going to start skipping practices if he doesn't get a new contract by training camp? Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So Justin Herbert was asked about this. Justin Herbert was asked, hey, would you consider a hold in? Because remember, you can't hold out anymore unless you're on the franchise tag and you don't sign it. Those are the only players who can financially withstand a holdout, not show up for practice. Those are the only players that can do it. Otherwise, it's way too expensive to skip training camp now. So Justin Herbert instead would have to do a hold in where he says, ah, you know, my, my left shoulder that I just got surgery on, it's feeling a little little wonky today. I'm not going to throw today. Ah, uh, you know, coach, I just got a migraine today. I'm, I'm not feeling too good. I'm not, I'm not going to throw today. I'm not going to work. And we have seen in the past that Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara, it has worked for them. They employed the hold in. I think it was Joe Mixon had migraines. I don't know what it was for Kamara, but they skipped practice, they were in the building, and eventually got the deal done. So Justin Herbert was asked, could you do this? Could you hold in? Could you skip practice with your teammates? And Herbert's answer, it's interesting what some people, including the NFL itself, is the NFL just desperate for ratings right now? The NFL putting out clickbait? Because Justin Herbert's answer was the role of the quarterback is to be out there for his team and to do everything he can to put that team in a position to win. I understand that responsibility. It's something that we'll address when the time comes, but I guess we'll see. And everyone is hung up on the we'll see. After Justin Herbert says, yeah, my job as the quarterback is to be here for the team, to work for the team, to do everything that I can to make this team succeed. And so when I initially read this quote, I read it as, yeah, there is not a chance in hell that Justin Herbert holds out. He understands his role. He doesn't want to do that to his teammates. This is the kind of leader he is. And then the NFL media comes out with, oh, we'll see if Justin Herbert starts skipping on the Chargers. We'll see if Justin Herbert has a hold in. It's not a no. <sighs> Justin Herbert isn't going to do that. A contract will be reached between Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers. And I really can't believe, I can, of course. The NFL is not very moral in a lot of ways, but I am just surprised at the NFL's willingness to clickbait this. Maybe it's because Justin Herbert is a social media quarterback. Maybe that's what's going on here. He is being 
unfairly rumored about, whatever it is, Justin Herbert is not holding in. This is absolutely silly. The Chargers offense is going to be better than last year. They were already the most throwing team in the NFL, I believe. Were they number one, number two? No, I think Tom Brady was one. I think they were two. Either way, they may throw less in terms of raw volume with Kellen Moore, but they will throw more efficiently. They will throw more downfield. There will be more fireworks. There will be more explosion. Justin Herbert isn't going anywhere, and this Chargers offense is one of, if not the best in the NFL. And if you want to dive into this Chargers offense, draft them over on Underdog Fantasy. Well, the pod father has the info for you. Let's take a moment to talk about Underdog Fantasy. Now, many of you have already signed up. Thousands have signed up from Player Profile already over the years. Underdog has supported us since 2020. Much of what you see on Player Profiler is because of Underdog, because of their support. Get the Underdog app, plug in that promo code UNDERWORLD. I used to play Underdog just for the best ball drafts. I mean, the best ball drafts are amazing. These draft rooms fill so quickly, and you can win life-changing money. You want to take advantage of all the sleepers we talk about on this show? Well, what better place than in an Underdog draft room to do that? And I recommend taking your underdog play to the next level by diving into their NFL pickums. It's important to correlate those NFL pickums. You can pick both the quarterbacks and the wide receivers to exceed expectations. Correlate them, and you can 5x your payout. Bada bing, bada boom. Underdog Fantasy, the promo code is Underworld. For an instant deposit match up to $100, Underdog is the truest friend of the Underworld. Absolutely love Underdog Fantasy. Love Having friends in the chat like Senor Football, like Rubio, I am happy that you are enjoying the content. I am happy to have all of you here. One final player, Justin Herbert. He's not unhappy with the Chargers. It's going to be fine. But one player who is unhappy with the Los Angeles Chargers is Austin Eckler. I understand that I have one more obligation here. One more year that I'm obligated here. So Austin Eckler has essentially accepted, hey, no teams were willing to trade for me. The Chargers let me seek out a trade. I wanted a trade. No, no, no bites at the at the, the the worm that I lured to try and get a trade. All right. Well, Chargers aren't going to give me a new contract. I, I guess I'm here. And so Austin Eckler, he is not happy to be with the Chargers, but make no mistake, that does not mean he is not motivated. That does not mean he will be taking plays off. That does not mean Austin Eckler will not be giving his all because he is vying for another contract. So Austin Eckler wants the best season of his career. He is banking on a payday. And besides all of that, have you ever looked at Austin Eckler? Do you follow him on Instagram? Do you watch his training videos? The guy is motivated. Austin Eckler, still the RB2 behind Christian McCaffrey, in my opinion. Moving on to the rookies, though, and the quarterback one in this rookie class, Anthony Richardson. It's been a couple days, actually, since we got some Anthony Richardson hype, but the hype just never actually stops. Anytime Anthony Richardson is in the news, it is good. And today, it's his ability to handle everything. The red zone, the hurry-up offense, the adaptability of Anthony Richardson. Just buzzwords. Just coach speak doesn't really matter, but Anthony Richardson starting day one, absolutely lock that one in. 
And true, Austin Eckler is a fellow fantasy football player. He's going to be drafting himself, so he's going to want to perform. Ah, good. Very good point, Rubio. As for some of the other rookies, the Green Bay Packers, Luke Musgrave is already the starting tight end for the Green Bay Packers. That is official as of today. Great. Absolutely great. We knew this was coming. Actually, we weren't sure. We thought there was a chance that Tucker Craft, because of the blocking ability, might end up being the tight end one. And maybe it's a rotation. But we knew that Luke Musgrave would not stay behind Josiah DeGuara. At the time, before the draft, he was the worst starting tight end on any of the 32 teams. Now, he's tight end three slash fullback if he makes the roster. So Luke Musgrave, he's already starting. He's already making plays. Beat all pro linebacker Devondre Campbell with some great athleticism. And Jordan Love is already a fan of Luke Musgrave. Says he's going to be a great player. Has picked up the offense super fast. And that is why he is tight end one. Unfortunately, Jaden Reed is not starting yet, at least in two wide receiver sets when they go to three wide receivers. Then yes, he is on the field. Jaden Reed usually in the slot. But for now... It's Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs, but I say for now, Romeo Dobbs dropped pass today in coverage from Jair Alexander. Now I know it's just one drop and I am overreacting to this. There's no reason I should bring this up, but for every article of hype that you read about Romeo Dobbs, there is just as much detraction. Romeo Dobbs is fine. He's wide receiver three. He will be replaced by Jaden Reed in the slot and Quentin Johnston. This is a great story. Quinton Johnston, his mom, will have to be replaced at the VA hospital that she has been working at for 24 years. Quinton Johnston on draft night promised that his mother would be able to retire. And after 24 years working in the VA hospital, she gets to. That, that is the kind of story that warms your heart. That is the kind of story that makes you happy. Just football is fun. Football is amazing. We all love the NFL, but just seeing real world differences made in these people's lives. It is just a beautiful thing. So congratulations to Quinton Johnston and his mom. Amazing news. Some other good news. Sam Laporta has signed with the Detroit Lions. He is now officially under contract as is Rashi Rice. And before we get to the injury update, we have a word from the Podfather on the Injury Finder. Now, as we at Player Profiler have become a full-blown machine learning company, the crowning achievement has to be the Injury Finder. We're now taking BMI data and injury history data and assigning a probability that a player is injured on any given touch. And not only can you see a player's fragility rating, their injury risk, we also have analysis from professional physical therapists breaking down all the major players that underwent surgery last year and what their rehabilitation looks like heading into 2023. There's a tool to compare players. There's a database where you can say, show me all the foot injuries, show me all the severe injuries, show me all the injuries requiring surgery. It provides you the key market intelligence to know what is the difference in probability that player X versus player Y will miss games this year. It's great for fantasy football, and it also just satisfies your curiosity as a fan. Go to the App Store, go to Google Play, download it. It's five bucks every year just to reload the latest injury predictions and fragility ratings. The 2023 data is live now. Open your phone and get smarter. And with those injuries across the NFL, first and foremost, 
the Broncos. We have an update on Samaj P. Ryan. The thumb is not broken. It's not sprained. It is just bruised. No worry about Samaj P. Ryan. And Sean Payton once again saying how optimistic he is about Javante Williams. I still believe he's going to start training camp on the PUP. And if he does, if he never gets off the PUP before the start of the system, which is the physically unable to perform list, then he will miss four games. It used to be six games. They bumped it down to four. But the Broncos are pushing for him to not start on the PUP to be able to practice with the team. We will keep you updated on that as we approach training camp. And we'll keep you updated on John Mechie. He's got a hamstring injury right now. He's not practicing, but he is on target for training camp, which is just, again, fantastic, fantastic news. John Mechie, after battling Hodgkin's lymphoma last year, missing his rookie season, looks to make his debut, Will hopefully, and expects to be at training camp. Absolutely love to hear it. Oh, Sean Payton was optimistic with Michael Thomas too. Well, he did play this year before he got hurt with the toe injury, but he's back this year. He's back this year. And Odell Beckham, he is back in the NFL, but he missed practice today with illness. It's not an injury. Odell Beckham just a little bit under the weather, so he did not practice for the final day of mandatory minicamp. Neither did fullback Patrick Ricard. He underwent hip surgery and expects to be on the PUP list at the start of training camp. We could finally see the debut of former Michigan fullback Ben Mason with the Baltimore Ravens. Because if Patrick Ricard starts on the PUP, misses those four games, the Ravens, granted, this could change with Todd Monken, but the Ravens have historically, no matter who the offensive coordinator has been, loved their fullback. It's been Patrick Ricard, the former defensive tackle, the 300-pound fullback. Before him, we saw Kyle Juszczyk. We all know about Kyle Juszczyk in the 49ers, just one of the most gadgety players in the NFL. Before him, it was Vontae Leach, one of the best fullbacks of the 2000s, arguably the best fullback of the 2000s, paved the way for Arian Foster, paved the way for Ray Rice and Bernard Pierce. And it's just those two. I can't remember. Oh, Justin Forsett probably as well. What a time those Ravens teams were. But anyways, before him, they also had Leron McLean, who was a thousand yard rusher and then moved to fullback. So the Ravens, they love their fullback. I can't see it completely changing with Todd Monken. So even with Patrick Ricard out, Ben Mason could make his debut. Still waiting for the de- debut. Uh, actually, not. he's made his debut with the Bears, but Chase Claypool... Still waiting for him to return to practice. He is still out. He is still battered. He is still bruised. He is still banged up. And the same can be said with the New England Patriots. Tyquan Thornton is banged up. Juju not practicing either. What's up, Space Monkey Mafia? Happy to have you on the show as always. Always a pleasure when you can tune in. When it comes to New England running back, I've got money on Pierre Strong Jr. in Dynasty. Love Pierre Strong. Patriots know that he's got the explosive playmaking ability. Hopefully, he can beat out Ty Montgomery for that pass-catching back role that we're hearing hype of lately. But with James Robinson cut, that is a good sign. (coughs) Sorry. That is a good sign for Pierre Strong to make the team. 
not make the team. He's obviously making the team for him to have a role with the team. But back to the pass catchers for the New England Patriots, Tyquan Thornton, soft tissue injury, not practicing right now. Hopefully see him at training camp and Juju Smith-Schuster. Still not practicing, still battling the knee injury that he had last year. I don't know if this is the same knee injury that he had even during his time with the Pittsburgh Steelers, but Juju Smith-Schuster throughout his career, he has been a player that has had to miss one practice a week for multiple weeks in a row. We'll see if it's this same knee injury, if it impacts him. Juju still played. He worked through it, but there's going to be some load management for the New England Patriots, and it'll be interesting to see how accommodating Bill Belichick is to Juju Smith-Schuster and his load management needs. We also know that the Patriots, and we, well, we know that the Patriots in mandatory minicamp and OTAs have loved the two tight end sets. We don't know if that's because they're limited at wide receiver. Juju is not practicing. Tyquan Thornton not practicing. That is two of their top four receivers. So Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, they're the two wide receivers in base formations. And then a lot of two tight end sets. Or could it be the case that Bill Belichick really did want more two tight end usage in his offense? That's why he brought in Jonu Smith. But he was told, by Josh McDaniels, eh, that's not really what I do. That's not what it, how I run my offense. I actually want a fullback. I would prefer a fullback. And then all of a sudden, well, actually, no, sorry. Let me start over. With Josh McDaniels, he preferred a fullback to two tight ends. <coughs> he preferred to have Jakob Johnson in the game instead of Jonu Smith. And so then they go to Matt Patricia, and the offense is just so incompetent that they can't run two tight end sets. So now it's finally going to be on an option. It's finally going to be part of the playbook. I won't be surprised if we have multiple tight end one finishes from Hunter Henry and Mike Gusecki throughout the season. It's just going to depend on who catches the touchdowns, but that's just the tight end position in general. Both will be better in a best ball because you're never going to know when to start which one. Final update on the New England Patriots. DeAndre Hopkins, he visited today. It went very well. The visit has ended for now. I believe they're still supposed to meet again tomorrow. But as of now, DeAndre Hopkins visited with the Patriots. Went super great. Matt Judon is recruiting him. But there's no deal. And the Titans have also made an offer for DeAndre Hopkins. We very well could be looking at a bidding war between the Titans and the Patriots. And if that's the case, I hope the Patriots win. I would much rather see DeAndre Hopkins with the New England Patriots, with Mac Jones, rather than taking targets away from Chig and Traylon Burks, working with Ryan Tannehill or Will Levis. That, that, that doesn't move the needle. doesn't excite me. I don't know if this moves the needle, but this is hilarious. Antonio Brown has been kicked out of the Arena League for not paying his dues. Antonio Brown. We know this. Antonio Brown does not like to pay his bills. That's why I was wary when he offered Cam Newton to come play for his arena team, the Albany Empire. And now, see you later. Antonio Brown has been kicked out of the league. And the NFL cannot find someone to kick hard knocks onto. The NFL has, in fact, asked the Detroit Lions if they will be the stars of hard knocks once again. Because no one wants to. No one wants to be on hard knocks. No one wants to 
give HBO and the entire world that access to the locker room. There are four teams that can be forced to participate in Hard Knocks. That is the New York Jets, the Chicago Bears, the Washington Commanders, and the New Orleans Saints. But they've all said, oh, why, why do you got to force us? We don't want to do it. We, we, do, we shouldn't have to do it. They're just being babies about it. But they don't want to. And so the NFL is trying to find alternative options. At some point, something's going to happen, though. Some team's going to be forced into it. And my bet is still the New York Jets with Aaron Rodgers. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, his former rival, Kirk Cousins, not expected uh, to sign a contract, not expected to negotiate this summer, will negotiate next March ahead of free agency. But Kirk Cousins very well could hit free agency in 2024. Because the Vikings aren't going to franchise tag him. He's been franchise tagged so many times in his career. That would be an exorbitant price tag. So Kirk Cousins, he's going all in on a Joe Flacco year, last year of his contract. See how far he can carry the Vikings with a weakening defense, carry an explosive offense. Let's see what kind of bag Kirk Cousins can get. We'll see what running back is behind him and Alexander Madison. Kene and Wongwu is apparently part of the competition alongside Ty Chandler and uh, Dwayne McBride. I still roll with Ty Chandler, but someone's got to win this role. Maybe we see three backs in this backfield. Alexander Madison, probably not going to be bell cow. Let's be honest, but Antonio Gibson might be. Antonio Gibson today was called a matchup nightmare by Ron Rivera. It is clear that Eric Bieniemy loves Antonio Gibson, believes in him, wants him to be a feature of this offense in the screen game. He will be the new Jarek McKinnon, but even better because he's a better runner. So excited about Antonio Gibson. Tune in to the at Roto Underworld account on Twitter, the player profiler official account. Tune in because you'll see who my flag plant is for Dynasty Week. My flag, of course, you know, it's planted on Antonio Gibson. We also have updates on Zamir White from the Raiders. He's drawing some praise from Josh McDaniels and those that are watching while Josh Mc- Josh Jacobs is out. Because remember, Josh Jacobs, he is holding out. He has not signed his franchise tag. He does not and cannot report to the Raiders until he signs that tag. And so, for now, he is not in the building, and that is helping Zamir White. There is some speculation that he could actually earn a role even with Josh Jacobs' return. And speaking of earning a role, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill is hoping that he can earn a bigger role on offense as a receiver. Has Taysom Hill officially given up the quarterback dream? 